History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Well, I think it's time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the founding fathers. Welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay. Is that hump day? I think it is. I think we've arrived at hump day, my babies. Hump day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is hump day. Great day of the week as we roll into into Friday. Um, and but and and we and quite the hump it is because we've got lots of incredible stories to bring to you guys tonight. We actually have for the first time. I've had doctors on here. I have had scientists on here. Uh, I've had the executive director of the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons. I have yet to interview a healthcare worker who has not just a healthcare worker. But a nurse, and not just a nurse, but one who was willing to give up her job and be fired to not receive, because this is how how much she does not believe that these shots are safe and effective. And she's a pediatric nurse, and she's going to be here. Nurse Danny, she's a certified pediatric res- registered nurse and mom of two. And after 16 years as a nurse and 20 years in the medical field, she quit her job because of the vaccine mandate. And you're going to hear live from somebody on the ground, right? These these heroes. Last year, we had essential versus non-essential workers. We had nurses and other doctors doing these dances, and they were the heroes, right? Um, so suddenly, they're zeros because they're not going along with the mandate. Many of them are not. So we're going to talk to her. Uh, Cheryl Atkinson has an article out today. America's botched Afghanistan withdrawal was far worse than people think. So we're going to get into that. And speaking of worse... Could it get any worse than the Republican Party today? Well, I, I talked about it last night. You don't have to think that the crass language of of blank Joe Biden is acceptable. But what you can do as the Republican Party is recognize that there is a revolution going on in this country, that there are millions of Americans. Well, or you or you could actually not just not just know that there's millions of Americans that are absolutely disgusted and fed up with this administration, that their approval numbers, even if you believe the the polls are in the tank. But you could recognize that even if you don't want to recognize that it's more evidence that he didn't get 81 million votes and actually join them in, in tearing down and stopping this administration from enacting the far left Marxist agenda they've got. But no, before. Before the Biden administration officially goes down in flames, after they were revealed today, by the way, uh, that his speech supposedly at the White House was actually done on a set. Wait till you hear this story. So what does the Republican Party do? They swoop in right at the point of which the Biden administration and the Democrats are going to crash and burn with this debt ceiling and, and spending nonsense. Oh, Mitch McConnell's got to reach across the aisle and rescue Joe Biden. Yeah, we got lots to talk about, but I'm still going to make time for you. 888-344-1170. And the man who will take your calls, who keeps the, he's the grease that keeps it rolling, baby. I kind of like the grease to my fried chicken because there's no yummy fried chicken if there's not any bubbling grease. I'm talking about DJ Potato Skins. And I got my own uh, soundstage back here. It's all nice and serene and no- nothing is real. It's all it's all mirage, Andrea. Well, you know what? If you were using a fake stage, I would hope you'd make it a little prettier than it is. I hope you'd make it nice and lush in the background. Joe Biden's fake stage. So he literally, I know I'm going to get to the hot topics, but to me, you know what? This is kind of a hot topic. Is this not a hot topic when the president of the United States is supposedly addressing the people from the White House and in the middle of it, people are like, that looks like a fake stage. Dude ain't even in the White House. 
That's it, pretty pathetic. It, well, it, it, is it not frightening as well? Did you know, thanks to my friend Dr. Jean, I found out today that baked into the spending bill, the proposed spending bill, is uh, money subsidies to go directly to journalists. Pay to journalists, right? I mean, are we have we not reached a no-co level, dictator level of the United States of America? First of the elections. I mean, we don't have legit elections anymore. We've got a POTUS who pretends he's in the White House when he's on a sound a soundstage somewhere. I mean, and then so when, then when when uh, he goes to take questions and people start pointing it out, that's when they cut the feed. That's when they cut the feed. You know, somebody there was some Senate hearing or congressional hearing recently where somebody was up front uh, answering questions, and they said, "Who's cutting the feed on Joe Biden when he's answering questions?" Oh, that's not coordinated. Oh, 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 it is. Right? Let that sink in. So any, one of the reasons why people noticed that it was a fake set, Skins, is because they noticed that there was all these rose bushes in bloom behind him. <laughs> when in October, there ain't, you know, outside the window of the Oval Office, that is not the Oval. I haven't, I, I don't believe the Oval Office is ground level outside the Rose Garden. It's up on the second floor, is it not? But Andrew, With maybe the, the roses have been vaccinated. Well. <laughs> <laughs> against the fall weather and and include and including dethorning de- it by the way um nice segue nice segue to the jab because did you hear i know how busy you are did you hear that la county has come out with it now they've gone big apple east coast and west coast remember we used to have the east coast versus west coast whole biggie tupac battle going on east coast west coast well now the west and the east have come together la los angeles and its 10 million residents are now as of uh upcoming november 4th are going to be subject to um, the shot mandate. You're not going to be able to go in anywhere unless you um, have proof of the shot. I don't know yet uh, where how you're going to have to show proof, although you did bring me in an article of where you can get uh, vaccine exemption cards. But what they're going to be supposedly asking for is um, I- I- either proof that you've gotten the shot or proof that you've gotten religious or medical exemptions and a negative COVID test result uh, within the last 72 hours. Now, I heard reports that there was exemptions to this, that like grocery stores, but I haven't been able to verify that. Um, but we know that there's going to be exemptions, just like last year when you couldn't go into a restaurant it, and at, not even inside, but at one point they shut down outdoor dining in LA and there was a video that went, went viral of a woman with a Mexican restaurant who had spent $30,000 to outfit a parking lot because she had to have space heaters. Even in California, it gets cold in January. People don't want to sit outside, you know, when it's, when it's 50 degrees, you know, trying to eat a burrito, right? I don't. Um, so she spent 30 grand to build an outdoor dining area. They shut down outdoor dining at the same time that the, this was at, at, while the head of the California Department of Health guy was was in court hearings acknowledging that they had no data that said the coronavirus was spread at all in a restaurant, let alone outside. And they carved out exemptions right across the, the parking lot from her, a movie production set up uh, outdoor dining for its people we know with the emmys recently their excuse for why they were all without a mask is that there had been carve outs for these mandates for hollywood so we know there's going to be exemptions because we know this doesn't have anything to do with science it's never been about the data no of course it's not about the data and oh by the way in in la county good little liberals that they are at least 70 percent of them have had at least one shot 
So what are they worried about? No, I think I think it's eight. I think it's 70, 80 percent. I think I've got it back backwards. 80 percent have received at least one shot and 70 percent are fully vaccinated. So, again, if these are actual vaccinations. Then why would they need a vax mandate? Because they already know 70 to 80 percent of them have already gotten it. You should be protected. So why in the world would you need for anybody to provide proof of it? Because maybe because you maybe got some tourists coming up there. Well, if you got if you got eighty percent of your residents up there that have been been vaccinated, why would you need it? They should be protected. Is it because Project Veritas videos proved that Pfizer, what they're saying behind the scenes, and what we also heard uh, Thomas Renz revealed from the Department of Defense that natural immunity, of which they estimate in California and beyond thirty percent of Americans, which would mean a hundred million out of 330 Americans uh, contracted COVID. And that would make sense, right? It would make sense because this was so, this was so spreadable. This was so contagious. You couldn't even leave your home. This was so contagious. Fauci was telling you, you needed to wear nine masks, right? That's how, that's how contagious this was. So you can't tell me it was that contagious to where we all had to be shut down. Kids weren't allowed to go to schools. You couldn't even go outside. We were completely locked down because that's how contagious it was. And then tell me at least 30% of this country did not catch it and therefore do not have natural immunity to it, which Pfizer itself has said, as well as the U.S. government, that therefore you have natural immunity. So this is not about science. And they're having to double. The reason why they're doing it now is because they're trying to get out ahead of people like Nurse Danny and other healthcare providers who are refusing it and people quitting. And here's how you can also know that it's not a pandemic when these hospitals can afford to lay off and fire hundreds of people. Unless it is a pandemic and they just want, they want to raise the death count so that they can shuttle more and more people to getting the jab. But this is certainly not science related. The question is, how far is this going to reach across California? Is this coming to San Diego? We're going to start doing this here in San Diego. Uh, We know that Nathan Fletcher would like that to be the case here. This is also one reason why you've got Merrick Garland, all these reports about Merrick Garland weaponizing the FBI to go shut down teachers uh, speaking at school board meetings. That's part of it. We've got an update on that story a little bit. That's part of it, sure. But it's also because of all the parents and others that have descended upon uh, city councils and county supervisor meetings pushing back against these mask mandates when, uh, and, the, and these vax mandates and the schools. And let me remind everybody before we take a break, Fauci didn't warn anybody. He was all in support. I, I, going back a year, how you know that this wasn't, wasn't about science or data. He didn't caution anybody. But he, he was some, you know, those BLM protesters, those rallies, that was justified. You didn't need to worry about it. You couldn't have a funeral for your loved one, but uh, Gold Teeth had six funerals in his name. And the organizer here in San Diego against these lockdowns, against these mandates, what they threatened to arrest her, right, while Fauci was supporting these BLM protesters. So, so we can expect that San Diego County is probably going to be following this. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in Nurse Danny, and you're going to hear her story, how she lost her job. And according to her, she refused the uh, vac. She lost her job, but she saves lives. Stay tuned. Bringing you 21st century common sense. It's the Andrea Kay Show. Connect with the show at OurFreeNation.org. You're listening to the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. 
Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. In a moment, we're going to speak with a hero, Nurse Danny, who's a certified pediatric registered nurse and mom of two, who did what Thomas Renz said on Monday night, that people needed to be willing to sacrifice and give up their jobs to stop uh, these shots uh, from taking place. And he updated us on... uh, uh, the truth of what was inside, what was happening with the adverse reactions, at least um, numbers that he had. Uh, they're still underreported. Before I get to Nurse Danny, uh, I received an email from ICANN. Uh, they are an organization that's trying to protect people's rights to inform consent and not have to be forced to be uh, vaccinated. Um, they, According to them... They filed a Freedom of Information Act to find out if Pfizer or Moderna had followed up on any of the various reports of children having pediatric res- registered nurse, a mom of two, who gave up her job by refusing to take the vaccine. She joins me now. Hi, Nurse Danny. Thank you for being here on the Andrea K. Show. Hi, thank you for having me. All right. So um, you are a hero to me because I think part of the reason why we're in the mess that we're in is because too many people just complied early on with all these mandates and these lockdowns and the masks and the this and the that. And here we are. But uh, let's talk about you specifically. 16 years as a nurse, 20 years in the medical field. Why did you why were you willing to give up your job? Yeah, yeah. I And you know what? I love what I do. Let me preface for, by saying that because it wasn't without um, real thought. But the, my why is because I wasn't able to do m- what I'm supposed to do as a nurse anymore in the broken system that it is. Okay, that's number one. Number two, I'm not willing to sacrifice my health and my body and my relationship with Christ by taking that shot. And they weren't going to, they weren't going to um, exempt me from it. I just knew the writing was on the wall. There were so many people that had already told me in management. Red states, and I have said there is no pure red state. We have tyranny happening in all of the states, including Florida and Texas, and some of the ones that are being held up as paragons of freedom. So that's important to know. Um, Let's talk about the tyranny. What were some of the tactics the hospital was using to try to pressure the very healthcare workers that were considered heroes last year? Yeah, you know, um, it came from all levels and all directions, honestly. Um, There were systematic emails that came out from corporate on a daily basis from the beginning of the pandemic. Um, And the purpose of these emails was on the guise of, we want to keep you updated. But really, what it was causing was an increased level of stress and fear. And it was destabilizing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then when the, when the shot um, became available, they rolled out the red carpet for this thing. And they, I, I have never in my 16 years of nursing ha- seen the kind of like Hollywood um, kind of craziness happening around a shot. Okay. We, we were told by the hospital that we need to take the shot and we are leaders in our, in our community and and the, as spokespeople to push out a propaganda campaign. Yes. You got it right. Exactly. And for those of us that were what they call hesitant, um, which there were quite a bit of us, actually, they under, they overestimated the number that they were um, thinking that we were going to jump up and just take the shot. Mm-hmm. And they ended up having to, I have an insider information um, that told me just a few days ago that 
about 200 vials were unusable, okay? Mm-hmm. And they were they tried to push it off on the community, on our um, high-risk community, and even, even there, there was um, resistance towards getting the shot. So they ended up actually losing money on that deal for sure. And so the the um, pressures became more heightened and it became a one-on-one thing where we started to have um, people from management come up to us and tell us, oh, we got you on a list. We could get you on a list and you can get yours today as though we won the lottery. This is how they were approaching us. Yeah. Uh, you and know I'm what? Like, they could they could be, you know, and, and they've used, uh, you know, the, the different elected officials across the nurse. Now the push mm-hmm. is on children. Out here in California, yeah. it's, you know, by next year, every kid needs to be, uh, in order to go to school, is going to have to be jabbed. LA, uh, Los Angeles today, as of November 4th, if you want to go inside, 12 and older has to be vaccinated. And to, mm-hmm. and, and to, to force that on children. When they don't have any, ch- it really, uh, they have a 99.99% chance of recovery. They, it's almost unheard of for a child to die from it legitimately, unless they've got some severe comorbidity. This is child abuse. To me, this is, this is German, Nazi Germany level experimentation and, uh, of children. Am I wrong? You are absolutely correct, and I just keep on telling people that this is a direct violation of the Nuremberg Code. And if we don't stand up and say something about it when it comes to the shot that we're refusing, they're coming after our kids next. So we need to get organized, we need to stand firm, and no means no. Yeah, they really thought that they were going to get 100% compliance from people in the healthcare community and then use, like I said earlier, then use you guys to push it out. And that was going to convince everybody to get it. Now they got egg on their face because if this, if these were safe and effective, then why wouldn't, you know, I mean, my, my family members that worked at COVID wards, they got all the other vaccinations. I mean, you know, we did as kids, we got the measles, vax and chicken, mm-hmm. you know, all the other ones. Um, the difference is, is, um, I, I, I'm not aware of, of, anybody when i was a kid at least that got a measles vaccination that turned right around and got measles down the road and everybody else i mean we're now seeing reports coming out of the dod truthful reports that we do not have a pandemic of the unvaccinated that the upwards of 80 percent of people hospitalized now were vaccinated yeah your, your thoughts on that well you know my thoughts on that are is, is the you know, that these, that this vaccine is the variant. Ah, that's, that's my thought because shedding happens and um, I'm seeing it with my own eyes. When I was at the hospital with the big blitz, uh, you know, the shot blitz that they had, Uh um, people, people got so sick that they were out like they had COVID for, three days to a week and that happened so often that they had to um in employee health they had to create a phone tree press one if you've received um the vaccine and are experiencing side effects Mm -hmm. okay also they started telling us um blasting us and saying hey when you get your shot schedule it for your last day like leading into your days off like basically, yeah, you're gonna get sick. Wow. Did you have a friend that that reluctantly got it and ended up injured from it? 
Yes, actually, out of the the group of 120 of us, uh, two are severely injured. Um, the the one that you're speaking of, she has started having crushing chest pain, was rushed to the ER, um, was in the hospital for some time, and was diagnosed with myocarditis. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, I mean, and it makes sense because what they're doing is they're taking, in her instance, she sounds like somebody who's in the high-risk category with comorbidities. So they injected mm-hmm. her. They forced her body to manufacture the spike protein to basically to basically create COVID-19, the expression of SARS-CoV-2 within her body. So what do you think is going to happen? Right. And then right. The, then the, then you've got all these people with these weakened immune systems that, of course, they're going to uh, not just shed it and be the Delta variant, as you said, but also if there is something else going around, they're going to catch it because they're not right. they're, they're not vaccinated against anything. They've weakened their immune system and compromised their bodies. And, you know, right. this is what this is. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nurse. But this is what almost every doctor and scientist from. Uh, Dr. Jane Orient from the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons and Dr. Richard Bartlett and Dr. McCullough, Peter McCullough and all these other doctors um, that have been saying. And mm-hmm. fin- final question for you before we go. Um, your thoughts on Fauci and the CDC and the NIH and what the U.S. government is doing with all of this? It's just so corrupt. It's so corrupt. And, and at this point, uh, what I would say to any loved one, um, stay out of the medical system. Do everything that you can to be well and, and don't listen to anything they have to say. Mm-hmm. They're, leading, they're leading people down death row. Yeah, they're denying. Ther- we haven't even had a chance to talk about the therapeutics that they're denying. Of course, they're using right. remdesivir because that's Fauci's drug, remdesivir, but ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine in combination with zinc and, and uh, mm-hmm. vitamin D and, you know, budesonide or, you know, um, prednisone are, are what's really has been effective. And they're, they've denied that because they, you know, they that doesn't help them push these shots. Right. Um, right. So, um before we go, I think you've created a support group. Tell everybody about that. Yes. Um, so I, I do. We created a private support group for my um, nurses and, and fellow coworkers. But we also have a group that has grown by the thousands. It's called it's on Facebook and it's called Healthcare Freedom for Healthcare Workers. And um, this is a place where, you know, it's just growing. Like I said, it's growing and we're speaking the truth and we're empowering each other to speak the truth and and to um, really make the difference. And we're not alone. Well, I God bless you. We need more Americans willing to stand up for what's right and, and for our faith and um, be willing to sacrifice a little something, even if it's a job, because you know what? And that's a major thing. That's absolutely huge. But we either we either stand now or we lose it all later. So one, you know, was right. Exactly right. Well, thank you so much, Nurse Danny, for being here. God bless you. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me and and letting me, you know, share my story. I just want to leave everybody with encouragement that, you know, anyone can do this. Anyone can just stand for stand for your rights, stand for your freedoms, and and God will provide the rest. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Well said. Well said. Thank you, Nurse Danny. You're welcome. All right. Now stay tuned because um, 
Speaking of the doctors in the medical system, I've got a little story about the AMA, but I also want to share with you some breaking news, behind the scenes news, some truth, some reality that's involved with the Afghan Afghanistan withdrawal, those stories and more. The Andrea K Show, strictly adhering to and preserving our First Amendment. Follow Andrea on ourfreenation.org. Just search Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back. Don't mind me. I'm just perusing a menu here. I'm going to meet a friend after the show. <laughs> so you know I'm doing what I do. I'm uh, looking at food. Um, okay, before I get into this story that you just brought me, uh, my dear, I think I do want to wrap up what we were talking about with... What I, a hero. Uh, yeah, what a... a yeah, it's just an amazing hero gal. I wanted to see if I could find... This other topic I've been wanting to share with you guys um, that has to do with the AMA. I've been holding it um, to share about something that they've been involved in. And you can see if you're watching on Facebook Live that I've just got so many articles and topics all over the place to to share with you guys. Here it is. Um, One of the things um, that is important for people to understand here is that we've always had such, um, as conservatives, respect for doctors. Uh, We've seen doctors as kind of like military uh, to be apolitical, right? And and we trusted that the only good thing supposedly out of Roe v. Wade is that we're going to have privacy between us and our doctor, right? Well, that ain't the case. The only thing that you've got the right to do with your body these days is kill your unborn child, right? Uh, And you do not, doctors, at least most doctors today, and this is a problem that we've got, are those that are there it's like dr orient said we have system medicine in the united states now we have system medicine we have government controlling our um you may think you've got because you've got private insurance that you've got private medicine you do not uh these doctors are controlled by the systems they're controlled by the most of them are not in private practice most of them work for healthcare systems now so they're employees they do as they're told and um, whether it's doing as they're told because they're primarily paid by the government now through through Medicare or whether or not they're paid through these big, big health care systems. Um, so they're not independent anymore. And those that are a part of the AMA get this. Um, the American Medical Association is edu- schooling doctors on word manipulation in an effort to push the experimental COVID vaxes, right? So this isn't lies. This isn't follow up to the nurse Danny telling us what the hospitals were doing and how they were pushing and pressuring workers to not just get the shots, but actually be a part of a propaganda machine to push it out. This is what they're doing with doctors. Uh, they've been giving them something. Uh, this is according to a report from a Dr. Joseph Merkula. He's an osteopath. They, uh, the AMA has put out nine key messages for doctors to emphasize, kind of like an advertising theme. Uh, they're not to say coronavirus or COVID-19, but instead say pandemic. So you got to make it sound worse than it is, right? Instead of hospitalization rates, they're to use deaths. And somebody being in a hospital, the same as a hospitalization rate, it's not the same as deaths. Um, it's not government. It's public health agencies. Instead of consequences for not taking uh, the shot, it's the benefits of taking it. So they've got doctors as salespeople now. That's what we got going on. Salespeople. They're not supposed to be sitting there trying to sell you on anything. They're supposed to be. I, and I used to help train med students. I spent 10 years working at UCSD Medical uh, School helping train med students. 
They're not supposed to be. They're supposed to be taking a proper physical exam, taking your history, giving it, it and, you know, understanding the science behind what could be going wrong with you physiologically and dispensing a treatment plan. Not selling you. That's not supposed to be their job. It's supposed to be treating specific issues that you've got. Anyway, they're told not to tell patients getting the vaccine is the right thing to do, but getting the vaccine will keep you safe, even if it's not, and on and on and on. Um, so I wanted to share that with you guys. Um, shifting gears. America's botched Afghanistan withdrawal. According to Cheryl Atkinson, it's even worse than people know, and that's absolutely true. Um, I, I know that's not much of a segue, right, going from uh, doctors and COVID to Afghanistan. But, hey, you know, um, you know, we might as well, might as well uh, 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 make that switch. There's no good segue. Um, and according to her, this follow this is according to firsthand accounts. The U.S. Embassy, a couple key points. The U.S. Embassy left behind biometrics on Afghanistan, Afghanis who helped the U.S. The Taliban used information to contact the Afghans uh, with spoof emails telling them to report to fake safe houses where they were executed. Um, as, the cap- as the capital of Kabul descended into chaos, the CIA managed to destroy all sensitive materials at its compound at the Ariana Hotel prior to departing. Uh, they deployed something called the Vulcan Fire Option, which is a multi-stage thermocorrosive chemical destroyer to obliterate anything that the U.S. did not want to fall into the enemy's hands. If they had done this in a proper in a proper uh, evacuation and a proper timeline, they wouldn't have needed to use to use any of these measures. Um, in spite of using the Vulcan Fire, important and sensitive material was left behind at the U.S. Embassy. So for them to say this was some kind of logistical coup, some some uh, logistical, um, I can't remember the words they use, that it was a logistical success, but strategic failure, absolutely wrong. Um, decades, uh, what was left behind at the U.S. Embassy was decades of biometrics information collected who assisted the American uh, effort, fingerprints, facial recognition data, information on their social media. Uh, what the Taliban di- did, as I just mentioned, is they sent out spoof emails um, pretending the emails were generated by the State Department instructing Afghans to go to these safe houses. And when they showed up, they were executed. Um, she says it's criminal that the State Department did not destroy the biometrics database. And why didn't they? They knew it was there. They could have. This is this is more intentional destruction. This is all intentional, in my opinion. Um Another point of contention is around, um, of course, we know them killing civilians and claiming um, that they were that they had taken out a Taliban bad guy. Uh, the the 13 military that were killed in a suicide bombing, I think I've mentioned this before, was actually a, a terrorist who had been released from Bagram. Um, but but here's something new that I hadn't heard, which is absolutely astounding and, and um, stuff that should give you nightmares as to what's going on with the U.S. military. Um is that President Biden refused to allow a declaration of something called a non-combatant evacuation operation in NEO. Uh, such a designation, um, which was expected uh, by those on the ground, it would have triggered a specific military and special ops response with an adequate number of U.S. troops, i.e. 10,000 U.S. troops, 
um, to be left behind that would have secured, but they would have needed Bagram to do that. And by not by by failing to make this declaration, which they knew was necessary and refusing to then trigger uh, the appropriate response of 10,000 military to come in and protect those on the ground. That is one major reason for why. So many ended up of Americans and Afghanis ended up trapped behind enemy lines. And of course, um, we know the fallout of those that continue to be executed. Um, she goes on to say, and, and her final thoughts is residual damage, which, you know, to, to me, uh, the residual damage of us from a foreign policy standpoint kind of speaks for itself. Um, you know, Biden's sending right now some somebody over to meet with China. What's he going to do? You know, uh, you know, go meet with China to do what? Uh, you know, I hand him. He gave eighty five billion dollars to the to the Taliban. Uh, what's he going to do with China? Give him ninety billion dollars? I mean, we have no strength to go anywhere in the world. China humiliated us in Alaska in March. So we're going around the world. We look. We we just surrendered. To the Taliban after 20 years. And according to this article, the CIA director went to Afghanistan and held talks talks with two of the top 10 most wanted Taliban that we tried to kill for 20 years. This is the equivalent of us now partnering with Osama bin Laden. This is what we've done. And now yet we are somehow supposed to be considered going around and having some show of strength. We're now supposed to go to China and say back off of Taiwan. That's insane. The ultimate fallout from this is yet to be seen on where, where we are at a country. We're going to take a break. We come back. I know there's callers backing up here. We'll, we'll try to take some calls and uh, get into some other news of the day. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter and Instagram at Andrea K Show, spelled K-A-Y-E. And connect with her on OurFreeNation.org. A-K, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Listen, I want to say something on behalf of, of my man Skins here. <laughs> We love that y'all call in the show. Uh, he's got so many things that he's doing uh, during the show, so many board buttons he's pushing and things he's controlling. So when y'all call in, please keep a brief with my man on the phone, make his life easy, or or he might just do a nurse Danny and quit on me on the spot. <laughs> and I can't have that. I can't lose my man's skins. Okay. So now we got to go to the phones. Mike from Chula Vista. Hello, my dear. Oh, uh, thank you, Andrea. Sure. I, hope you, I have no speaker. I hope that's okay. Cause I, I accidentally disconnect if I if I don't. That's okay. Quickly, my hun, because we've only got a few minutes. Okay, so uh, last year in the fall, uh, twice a year, my major H SoCal HMO. I do. uh, I'm in my late 60s, so twice a year I have, uh, you know, blood panels done, and uh, I got into an argument with my doctor because I wanted a PSA test. Uh, Two of my brothers have lost prostates to cancer. I have three sons. Well, I had to I had to re repeat all of that family history, which they already know. And then I, uh, and they were, so my doctor's on the computer looking up uh, what, what my major HMO uh, answers to the CDC. And based on some study that the CDC has in their records, uh, men my age will die, might die with prostate cancer, but they won't die from it. So the PSA test was not necessary. <laughs> wow. I, I actually, I acquiesced and I said, okay, they always push uh, vaccinations. I said, okay, give me the DPT and the flu shot and I'll, and then give me the blood, add the PSA test to my four or five vial blood draw 
and let's call it even. <laughs> that, and that's how it went down. And uh, it's just, you know, FYI, how they operate. Well, it is how they operate. Thank you for calling, Mike, and bringing a real-world example of the fact that this, you know, there. The, let me let me rewind you back a little flashback to uh, Sarah Palin when she said there would be death panels as a part of Obamacare. Oh, that's not true. Well, this is what we have here. This is exactly what yeah, we have I mean, happening to seniors. Yeah. You know, they're they're You know, we've got death panels going on where we're denying uh, we're denying covid patients therapeutics and telling and telling people you're you know, you you've got to sit at home sick. We're not treating for the first time in U.S. history. We're not treating symptoms of people with viruses and we're telling them to sit at home until their oxygen oxygen levels are so low that they're approaching death's door. And yeah. that's where we're at. Got to leave it there, Mike. Thank you for calling in. Appreciate you. You're welcome, Andrea. I appreciate you, too. Bye-bye. Thank you. Have a good night. Um, okay, so um, I don't really have time to get into... Well, yeah, this won't take too much time. Uh, you know, in uh, continuing with the Big Brother, you know, we've reported recently how the IRS is going to be delving into um, your underwear drawer, i.e. your checking accounts, and looking at every transaction over $600, picking through your life, right, to see... Uh, what money they can take from you. Um, you know, we know that the FBI and the DOJ has hired private uh, private um, outfits to create fake accounts, to scrounge your social media, to see if you're a patriot extremist. Uh, now we've got reports that the U.S. government is ordering Google to provide users search data. They're going in to look at your search data. If you haven't already been freaked out, I mean, that, oh, gosh, that's just scary. Yeah, um, and now I, I only use Google for stuff like food, like, you know, Tony's calls, Tony's calls food menu tonight during the break. I was looking at that. DuckDuckGo is the way to go. DuckDuckGo is the way to go. That's what, and, 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 and not even just for privacy, but the fact that you are not going to, you pick up so many hot topics and you go to Google and you type it in and it will not show up in the search results. So, and then you, then you, uh, so it, that's a way that they control the information, control the flow and control elections and, uh, make you think that, um, that Fauci is a good guy and, you know, all the rest. So um, this is this is but this is really getting scary. Well, that leaves the question. Would, would some would a company like DuckDuckGo be, you know, subjected to give them the info, too? Um, as of right now, we're not hearing it. Uh, we, we, they, Google is still the number one search engine. Most people don't go I to hardly DuckDuckGo. ever use it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, right now, uh, and that's one reason why I believe the Google Gmail, which is a part of Google, was a part of the outage with Facebook the other day. Um, I think I do have enough time to share with you guys a little update on Miss Thang, Miss Facebook whistleblower. Um, I smelled some stench from the beginning. I smelled a rat, didn't I? I said, this is about pushing a far left agenda. And guess who this chica is? She is a far left activist whose record of donations uh, are exclusively Democrat. Um, most importantly, to the... Oh, shoot, I don't have time. We'll have to get in, we'll have to get into this uh, tomorrow because I do want, as I look at the article, I do want you guys to know what's, what's afoot here uh, with that. So we will see you tomorrow night, Thursday night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Stay safe. Love you all.